Welcome to Franken Nerd, our weekly podcast where me and my co-host Chase. Hi, what Chase. up? Hello. Um, go over our weekly nerd updates and pop culture and whatever's trending in the week of today. So we're we've got a lot to cover actually. We're gonna cover some news stories and we're gonna talk about Night Stalker today and WandaVision, episode four. What were you up to just now, Chase? What was I up to just now? Yeah, what were uh, you doing? Taking notes, getting ready for this. So rewatched a little bit of Night Stalker. Like mm-hmm. I binged that and I kind of forgot some of the details, really. How um, could you forget? I know. Um, so rewatched that and then I rewatched uh, WandaVision again. It's short. So. Wow, you've done a lot since I was just at your house not long ago. Um, That's accurate. Yeah, um, I was watching Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. Actually, Oliver chose to watch it, and uh, I forgot how much I like that movie. Is that the new one? Not the newest. I haven't seen the newest, newest one. I've only seen like the, reboot? the reboot. I liked it. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. good, even though I was fighting watching it for so long because uh, I love Robin Williams, so I couldn't I couldn't uh, let go of that fact. So, But I finally watched it, and it's really funny. Cool. Cool. We're going to get into news. We have a lot of news this week, so we're just going to get right into it. So this week was the one-year anniversary of Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, and seven others that died in the helicopter crash. So it was kind of uh, really wow. weird to think it's that been was... a year already. Yeah. Isn't that... That's just... It just went by so fast, and then it reminded me of like how bad 2020 started. Yeah. I mean, that was just, that's just sad. That was just a really, really sad ordeal. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even a basketball fan. I'm definitely not. I, the only reason I even know, obviously Kobe Bryant's just such a huge name, like just worldwide, but my brother is a huge, my brother and my sister-in-law have always, always been huge Lakers fans, Kobe Bryant fans. And, you know, it was just, it was just really tragic. And it was still like, even when I was looking at posts again, I was just like, oh man, this is so sad to read because it was also kids. There was kids on the uh, helicopter, other families. It was just a really sad tragedy. So that was the anniversary this week. Dang. Yeah. And then some random gossip that we'll just mention real quick. Um, Courtney Kardashian is supposedly dating Travis Barker. What? <laughs> and I, I feel oh like it's not. It's, it's not like confirmed, confirmed, but it seems like it is. Like it's very much supposedly they're neighbors and they've been friends for years. Okay. Weird, right? Never. Uh, I don't even know who Courtney is. I'm gonna. Be wow. Honest. Clearly, I know Travis Barker is, but I, yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I know she's a Kardashian, but she's cool. the eldest. She's the eldest Kardashian. She's whatever. No, I'm just kidding. She's, I mean, I like her because she's super dry and kind of bitchy, but that's why I like her. But I don't watch, 
I haven't watched that show in forever, but that's just some randomness. The really quite like the really crazy thing that also happened uh, today was that Screech died today. I heard that. Yeah. So Screech, aka Dustin Diamond. Um, yeah. Oh, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I never uh, watched Saved by the Bell. Is that is that fucked up? <laughs> Maybe that is. I might regret that since this is being recorded. Uh, <laughs> sure, I, sad someone died, but he was a fucking weirdo. Uh, I don't even I don't even know if that he was mean. I think that he had a lot of problems. I think he was I think he was known as pretty rude. I think he I mean I don't know him personally, but from what I've heard, it was he was not a nice man. But it's sad it's he he died. Of- I mean, all, all of the stuff with like Saved by the Bell reboot and that crap, like. He wasn't invited to any of that. So oh. clearly there's some dynamic that, yeah, he's he, not a part of. He died of cancer. He died pretty fast. I mean, I think he was just diagnosed like a month ago, maybe. I, I forgot it was cancer. That's too bad then. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, walking back on my horrible statement, but okay, whatever. It It's uh, definitely, it's still sad, but it's just definitely not, it doesn't hit home for us because we weren't huge Saved by the Bell fans. We weren't really, he didn't really... You know, we just brought up Kobe Bryant and like that was like devastating and it was like a hard yep. hit. And that with this bad. one, yeah, this one, I'm just kind of it's sad. He lost his life. He was really young, but he definitely I was not connected to him in any sort of way. Exactly. And yeah. then you mentioned this earlier to me today that Mortal Kombat has a release date. Did you catch that release date at all? It's in April. Yeah. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Wikipedia, she's Wikipedia. Wiki- uh, <laughs> <laughs> April 16th of this year. So it'll okay. be in theater and on HBO Max, like simultaneously. Okay, so do we have any idea what that's about? Is it just a, a whole new Mortal Kombat movie? I have no clue. Yeah, I mean, I am a fan of the franchise, like since I was a kid and played the video games and stuff. And I even enjoyed the movies. I'll say the first one. The second one's kind of shit. But with this one, I don't know anything about it. It kind of just popped up. I'm like, have uh, I was watching movies? HBO and it had like a trailer thing that kind of briefly mentioned it. So I saw that and was like, let me Google this. And then I see that it's coming out. So it's coming out. Yeah. No, like known Copy people in it. it. No, no, no one that like pops out. Right. No one. Uh, yeah. Looked at the cast and yeah, no big names. So it's kind of cool for that. Um, I I'm hoping they just put more of the budget in the special effects. So instead of paying. Well, they have you know, like high salary. Who's put it back into who's the freeze guy in the movie? But did you who's the freeze guy? What's that? Who's the freeze Sub guy? Zero. There we go. Sub zero. I remember being that guy and then Sonia. Sonia Blade. Yeah, that's pretty much who I remember. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what's a big thing? I said I was a Raiden fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the old man? Anyway. Yeah, I guess. He was like <laughs> the lightning dude. I, yeah, I feel like the, he was... With was, the hat. Was he old? I don't know how to answer that. I'm going to uh, Google it. I'm going to Google a picture. I feel like I remember an old man with like gray, silver hair. Then yes, I think that's it. You would choose that guy. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, what else is in the news? <laughs> So we had the Netflix series Bridgerton is the biggest series ever 
on Netflix with 82 million households having watched it within the first month. What? That stat is impressive. I've never heard of this show. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm out of the loop, I guess. You, you told me about it and it's like, oh, cool. But it would have never crossed my, my for you, you know, my page. So it's weird because I thought for sure you had had you had had heard of it. But you had heard of it because of that chess movie, and I feel like people who watched that chess movie they were also like, "Watch this, Bridgerton," because okay. it's the, what is that, the Queen's Gambit? Yeah, that makes sense. Bridgerton is blowing up. It is all over like my feed. For uh, one of my girlfriends was like, "I binged the whole thing. You need to watch it." So I know it's got something good to it, but all I've heard is that it's super sexual. <laughs> I'm just like, what? That's all I know about it, though. Should we give it a chance? Is this something to check out? Well, I mean, 82 million people have said it. we should check it out. We might have to. For the pod. <laughs> For the pod. <laughs> uh, and then um, announced today as well, Black Panther is going to have a TV show coming to Disney+. Plus. Or it's like a Wakanda series or something to that nature. Okay. I, I'm cool with that. I, you know, it's going to be an interesting spin now with Chadwick past, passing with yeah. uh, There's No Black Panther. So it'll be really interesting what they do with that franchise because he was, he was it. He was the guy. I know. I mean, I can't imagine if, you know, Steve Rogers or, you know, Chris Evans just dropped out of like Captain America within the first couple of them. Like that would have just been really crazy. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. That's what's pretty wild about Marvel. They never really lost to anybody, right? The only person I remember them losing in a franchise was the guy from Iron Man. That's right. Uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah. Rhodes. Rhodey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, Thank God. You know what I mean? Thank, said, thank God. God. You like uh, Don Cheadle better? Of course. Yeah, no, he is better. Terrence, I've heard, is a... Uh, a not bag Kind of not, not nice. Well, he was demanding more money. I'm not that... I'm not saying he doesn't deserve more money, but I'm just saying, like, you know, Robert Downey is holding that whole franchise, you know, that he's going to make the most money. You need to if, if calm down. Shut up. If that was actually like the allegation of if he like if it was money related, it's like that was like the intro into like the MCU. Stick it out, buddy. Be patient. Nah, he said <laughs> he said I got to go. Yeah, I think he made okay. another show that did pretty well. Empire. My mom loves that show. Yeah, Isn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard it's really good. I never watched it. Yeah, she has recommended it to me multiple times. Wow. And then the last bit of news I'm going to share. Well, no, I have two more things. But Thor, there was Thor leaked pictures that Steve just showed me for Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Did you see how Thor looks? He's not fat. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, I just can't even get over Chris Hemsworth. My God. So you, yeah, Steve sent that, right? Uh, yeah. And I guess I was hoping that it would be coming out sooner than it is. I mean, that's definitely next year. Um, I mean, they're filming it right now. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good. I have really high hopes for that. That looks like a good cast. And then I, Christian Bale is in it. 
What? It's like, uh, imagine like the bad guy or something of Love and Thunder. Like, hold the shit on. I did not know this. Is he actually in it? I'll, let me look it up. Christian Bale, Batman. So what you're telling me is yeah. Batman. That's right. The, the good Batman. <laughs> the the best the Batman. Only- oh, God. People are going to get real upset real quick. Uh, they're going to be like, that is not the best Batman. But that'd be pretty wild. I mean, Christian Bale is a, is a great actor. He seems kind of kooky to me as, I don't know person seems really intense but i would imagine since uh, a lot of his movies he's really good at acting so i'd be down yeah so i looked it up and he's playing a character called gore the god butcher g-o-r-r gore the god butcher so my god uh, sounds yeah i'm down scary I'm down. This is scaring me. But I'm just, I'm also just down that I don't see Thor in a fat suit and he is just muscled out. I mean, Chris Hemsworth is basically the epitome of a beautiful specimen. My God. Is that that your type? He's not my type, but I would say like if, if I had to pick the most ideal looking, okay, like let's just say that I have never heard anyone tell me that that man is not attractive ever, ever. Across any spectrum. No one. I've had people tell me they don't like how Chris Evans looks. And I'm like, y'all are wild. Like, he is hot. I've heard that. But I'm like, I have never heard anyone say, you know what, Chris Hemsworth? Not that great looking. <laughs> never. Never come I'll out of anyone's up. mouth. No, you're. I'm right. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Do you think you're he's right. attractive? I need you to answer the question now. I think he's not not attractive as a dude. Oh, he's beautiful. Anyways, let's get to our last bit of news so then we can get get into it. But there's going to be a new Netflix series called Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil. 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 Hotel. We we even pre-watched this so I could figure out how to say it, and I already forgot. And I Googled the pronunciation, and it was wrong. So I think it's Cecil, because you Googled it, and it says Cecil. Right? Or am I flipping it? (laughs) Well, in my note, I wrote phonetically like Cecil. Cecil Hotel. So I'm hoping that's what it is. Or it's a really famous hotel in LA that's supposed to be super haunted, but it's um, going into the depth of um, the murder or the mystery behind Elisa Lamb, who is the lady who went missing in the hotel, died in the hotel. She was found in a water tank. And they ruled it accidental, but yeah, that video is wild. I showed you that today. So you saw that little like clip That's right. of right before she just wherever she went died. Um, and also that hotel is just supposed to have like really just bad vibes, juju, like just because lots of bad things, lots of weird things have happened there. So we're going to get into Night Stalker right after this, but also Richard Ramirez, who is the serial killer that's Night Stalker is based off of, he stayed at the hotel for a portion of his times of killing people. Wow. Like they said that he would walk in there just completely like bloody clothed, but it didn't matter because that's just how <laughs> that, that's great. <laughs> great. Please check into the room murderer. So they're going to do a documentary on that. And I'm definitely going to watch that. Definitely. I mean, that the video that is shown of the 
lady in the elevator. That's pretty messed up footage. And it's it's like CCTV. So this isn't, you know, Hollywood. This is just a, a camera. And she's fucking nuts. She's it, or or she's super scared. Like it's either she's super scared or she's just like on the craziest like bath salts ever. Yeah. And I don't know what she's really to believe, but the whole story is pretty, pretty nuts. Maybe it's both. Maybe it, she's probably it is not there and then somebody is also trying to get her. I don't know. It's really the video is really creepy. So I'm really interested to see like what that whole series is going to be about cuz I don't think it's going to be based on just her. I think a part a part of it will be, but it's going to be about lots of different things including Richard Ramirez who we're going to get yeah. into now. Cuz we're about to talk That's about great. Night Stalker. We're going to get into it. Night Stalker is this limited edition. Well, it's like a very small series on Netflix that kind of just blew up the last few weeks. It's definitely gotten a lot of attention. I've talked to lots of people about it. It's a true crime documentary. And it's based all around Richard Ramirez, who was a a serial killer and rapist um, in the 1980s. You know, uh, you and I were not born when this was going on. That's right. That makes me feel a little young. <laughs> just, a, just a little uh, bit. What? But yeah, what, 1985, I think? It so was like, like, yeah, I want to say like 1980, 82, 84. It's something like that. But it was for a while. He, he killed people for a bit. Um, he was basically terrorizing the L.A. area and then went to San Francisco as well, as what we know of. But... The whole documentary is based around all the crimes he did in order. It's two investigators who are assigned the case and they make the connections that it's, you know, the crimes are similar. It's even though the craziest part about this man is that he didn't really have a a motive. Like he, he didn't have a motive. He didn't have a pattern. He chose randomly. Yeah. That's that was what was messed up in was it could be a child, it could be a teen, and then it could be like an elderly person. Yeah. Did and, not discriminate. Did, he did not like, have a choice. Guns, knives, I mean just anything. Yeah. Pretty ooh. So, well, needless to say, I just I put down my most memorable things from the documentary because I didn't want to break down each and every episode that would take quite too long. And I will say this, he did some really messed up things. We're going to be talking about some kind of messed up details. So if you're not into the true crime kind of detailed documentaries, like it's going to get a little messed up. Feel free to fast forward to WandaVision 4, which will be right after this. But we're going to just get into the details of the, the most things I remember, me and you remember from the documentary. Cool. Um, the main... The first thing I remember, which is the beginning of the documentary, the first crime that he commits, basically, is when he kills a woman in her apartment. She's, like, bending down to pick something up that she dropped, and he's waiting for her right at the kitchen counter and, like, shoots her. And then her roommate comes home, and she walks in, and he tries to shoot her, too, but she holds up her hands to her face, but she's holding her keys, and the bullet... Um, what ricocheted off yeah. the keys? I could not get over that shit. That's I was pretty amazing. 
I'm going to have my keys in my hands forever to hold <laughs> to my face if anything's happening. Yeah. Her keys saved her life. And then she like ran away, then went back in the roommate. Her, her friend that she lives with is dead, sadly. Then she goes back in and they're both going towards each other. And she like doesn't act fearful, so he doesn't shoot her. And he just leaves. And that's when you knew, like, what, like, what, what is up with this dude? What the fuck's wrong with him? Yeah. Do you remember that whole thing? A little bit. I, 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 I kind of thought this was the one where he like gouges the person's eyes. No, out. no, no, no. That's not the first okay. one. Okay. That is to come. But the first one, so he he had went to the mall, bought that hat, and that lady had seen him buy that hat. That was like the whole first part. Then he went to that apartment ran- randomly, randomly, and basically shot and killed that girl just because, tried to kill the roommate, couldn't because the keys saved her damn life. And then he just left, didn't even kill the roommate, but had another opportunity. Didn't kill her, and then he left, went up the street about a mile away, and shot and killed somebody from their car. Yeah, he just, uh, I was going to say went full-on Grand Theft Auto, but I didn't want to make it a joke, but I'm going to anyway. Like, just. (laughs) Yeah, well, he, like, pulled her out of the car, waited till she was scared, and then shot and killed her. Then left. Yeah. Didn't steal her car, didn't steal her money, didn't, you know, so that's, and they noticed it was the same, um, bullet but you know this is the 80s so they don't have dna they don't have like any of that kind of shit yet so i thought that was really wild when was the one incident you're talking about with the with the eyes do you remember i i honestly don't i don't remember either i remember i remember it was yeah yeah and it was just like really weird how sometimes he killed like very aggressively or like very violently weird. And then other times it was just really fast. Yeah. And it's weird when like in my mind, when I think of a serial killer and people are going to like can blow me up on this, but takes, take like a a Dexter Mm -hmm. very methodical and like has a pattern and stuff. And then you have like a, obviously it's a fictional TV show, but like now here's a guy that doesn't exhibit any of that shit. Oh, I mean, I love watching Investigation Discovery, all those murder crime, like all those shows. I love them. And serial killers have a pattern. They choose who they want. Like, let's say they had mom problems and then they just go and kill a bunch of like women that are like their mom. And it's like, it's very like they have a set thing that they normally do. And this guy killed two random people for no reason. And that was like just the start of it. Then, then... The the incident that you're talking about, I feel like was pretty shortly after that, after that one, because okay. I just remember like the the eyes being gouged out, like that was wild, like why? Those are those are the details where I'm like, okay, like, oof, unsettling. Um, I mean, death is obviously bad, but that kind of stuff is just well, it's sick. He's sick. He's a sick person. The main other thing I remember was the little girl that he kidnapped and raped. He took her in a duffel bag into a house. 
raped her a bunch, then took her back in the duffel bag and returned her home. Didn't kill. She was in the documentary a lot. She was talking about her entire experience. And I was just like, what? Why? I, I, I don't even know where to go. Yeah. To talk about that. That's just nuts. It, mentally just insane. It, literally the devil. Then the other thing I really remembered is when he shot, he went inside the house Shot and killed the husband, then found the wife and the son and raped both of them and let them both live and then left. Doesn't make sense. Uh, I, yeah, just, just fucking kill me at that point. Just like doesn't have a fucking pattern literally why why are you picking and choosing who to kill and not to kill why are you raping some people but not raping others like and it's not like the same ethnicity like there's there was a little commonality i noticed there was a lot of asians in most of it but i was like thinking if it's like relatively the same area it could be just kind of like the same ethnicity but it's not like they were all asians you know but it was yeah, a yeah. lot of asians um, but yeah, dude, that, and so obviously later on when it goes to trial, like that, that mom and son, that mom went on the stand. They didn't, they didn't put the children to, they didn't have the children testify. They decided not to, um, I, I'm pretty so much evidence. I mean, don't, don't let a kid have to go through that. Exactly. Shit like, and there was so much evidence he was, of just he was fucked up. He was dead. I mean, like, or not dead, but like he's going to prison. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and I'm sure you'll get into how they found him. That kind oh, of evidence. I'll let you, need. I'll let you get into that. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about one more thing that I distinctly remember from his crimes. I'm, and then I'll let you get into how they found him. Okay. But the last one I remember was the old couple in San Francisco, which is kind of how it ties in because basically once he hit San Francisco, You'll get into that, but that's kind of where it all kind of steamrolls after that because he had already killed, I would say, like 10 people at this point, all relatively in this in the L.A. area. And, you know, L.A. because you've lived there. It's like county next to county next to county. Like they're all next to each other. But L.A. is huge. Right. In a sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So the last one I remember is when he went to San Francisco, shot and killed the old couple, just just went in their house and killed them. Then went downstairs, ate their food in the fridge, threw it up, and then decided to take care of business after in their living room. If anyone does not know what I'm meaning by taking care of business, I mean he took care of himself. So he didn't, like, poop. He did not poop. He took care of himself in other ways. And I was like, what? Yeah, that's, cool. that's a sick, sick individual. <laughs> Why did you make yourself vomit and then you're like excited about it? You know what? There's only one thing I need to do right now. <laughs> it's yeah. that, that I mean, clearly he's just Oh man, he's a real bad dude. After watching this, I was tripping and I I mean, I just I I love those kind of documentaries about like murderers and and this one like really made me uncomfortable. Very very uncomfortable. There was explicit like 
images and stuff like there were times where i'm kind of going oh okay like this isn't a reenactment photo or something oh. this is this is it this and they just it. like blur out the eyes it's like this mm -hmm. and you're just like oh, cool. oh. thank you that, that helps so much all that blood i did not see so uh, you have all the notes of how they found him oh <laughs> well uh so before i get into that there was one thing in the first episode right when uh the, the detective Gill was like setting up the whole thing of trying to catch him and whatever. I like how one of the first lines in the entire series is you start dying the day you were born. That's like what like the detective starts it with. You start dying the day you were born. And I mean, sure, I, I guess, but I just found that to be so I, I laughed when I on the first I didn't watch. even yeah I didn't even hear that didn't even listen to that wasn't invested uh, in the first line yeah yeah but anyway so how did they catch him they caught him well basically like a, a, yeah once once he goes to San Francisco is when San Francisco gets involved and they don't even want to play like they not that LA was playing games but LA was really trying to keep it hush hush because at that point they didn't have enough evidence besides like a shoe print and, you know, they had some bullet casings or, you know, the bullet shells. And once he hit San Francisco, San Francisco was just like, oh, no, like, we're not letting this dude terrorize us. So is it their mayor or somebody that released all the details? Was it their mayor or governor? I, I know that he's a current senator. Uh, I don't know what her position was there uh, then, but uh, Diane Feinstein. Yeah. So she was like, obviously, somebody in the public eye. And yeah. she was told the details of the case and what was happening. And they wanted to catch him and they wanted to pre-warn the community about how dangerous he was by doing so, though. They released so many details that, like, people were not supposed to know because they were trying to find him, first of all, without him running and without him getting rid of evidence, like the shoes and the shoe prints, because that's yeah. the main source that they had of, like tying that him to it. the crimes yeah yeah because the shoes were so they took so much effort to find the brand of shoes the shoe was limited they only re released one color black it was this it was it was really wild how it just the how they how they found that little detail it's that was crazy pretty cool yeah i mean these these detectives were they were fucking good uh like uh what gill and frank oh yeah they were uh, so good and you can tell, like, there was, like, a journalist being interviewed, I think, as well. And he was kind of like, yeah, you know, Detective Frank uh, Salerno, badass. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, okay, yeah, he's the top dog for, for this. So it was, it was pretty cool. Um, that whole, the, the, the setup of it was, was neat. And in seeing the process of what they did at the time to try to find that. And, and yeah, that the shoe print was the pivotal thing. That was what linked all the cases together. And now you have that completely out in the open. Yeah. He's like, so, oh, well, I'm just going to throw away these fucking shoes. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. need these. Goodbye. I'm going to throw them in a dumpster. And for that to happen, I mean, I could only imagine like how angry I'd be if I was a cop working on this case. And yeah. See that? Those I'd detectives were pissed. Lit. They were pissed. Uh, they were I mean, mad. Oh, yeah. And then he goes back. Back to L.A. 
I believe he commits another crime, which is why they know he's there. Wait, no, hold on. No, they know he's coming back from LA. They find friends of his, they finally find out his name. Cause I mean, they didn't even have a name. They had a face kind of, yeah. um, but then they found, they found one of his friends that then, cause somebody called into the phone line because, okay. So now they release details of like, do you know, have you heard, like, please call us with any details. There was like a reward. There was this stuff. So finally somebody called and snitched basically was like, I think this sounds like my crazy ass friend who has told me that he has murdered somebody. Excuse me. Good for and, them to, <laughs> well, I mean, that person is probably not a great character either. They've just been holding on to this murder. <laughs> um, so then they figure out that basically they put a name to the face. They find out that he's been convicted of like petty crimes. I think like burglary or stealing or something like that. And they have a picture of him now. They show the picture to some of the surviving victims and it basically just steamrolls from there. He travels back from San Francisco and the police are like waiting for him, but he notices people that are undercover are not undercover and he runs, he books it and he runs for so long. He runs finally to a neighborhood and the neighbor, because now his picture is everywhere. His picture, his name, and everything is everywhere. They're like, this man is dangerous. If you see him, call us, blah, blah, blah. He runs into a neighborhood, and the neighborhood notices him, and, like, the neighborhood gets him. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, and they're, like, trying to, like, beat the shit out of him. I mean, they're, they're, they're like, him. taking him down. The neighborhood gets him. Which, thank God. Because I was almost, like, to the point where I was I was just needing him to be, because well, I watched the whole documentary in one sitting, but I needed him to be caught, and I needed him to go to trial. I was like, please don't just shoot and kill him. Because I, I needed to, like, hear why he did it. And, of course, we find out his why. Do you remember his why? Remind me. I'm, I don't know. Satan. Because the devil speaks to him. He has, like, the whole pentagram on mm -hmm. his hand, and he's, like... Hail Satan. That's what he says when he's at his trial. Perfect. What? Yeah, that's, that's legit. I mean, he looks like the devil. He is just haunting. Well, and the detail that isn't in isn't expressed in this, but we touched on it earlier today. He got married while in prison. Like there are people, and obviously this isn't new. With like uh, with Manson and stuff, but yeah, uh, I mean, fucking weird that it someone would want to marry him after everything. When he's on trial, there are like bitches in the in the courtroom being like, uh, like look at him. I'm like, first of all, he is haunting. He looks like somebody who uh, murders people in the middle of the night and rapes them and rapes their children, which is who he is. What the hell? What are these women thinking? They have lost their damn minds. Yeah. Uh, do you want to wake up with no eyes or, I mean, leave it to your imagination. He'll do it. There is one scene. I don't remember which one, but he put like thumb handcuffs on somebody and they tried to pull that out. They like ripped off their thumbs. Torture. He is 
horrible, horrible. Clearly, he was convicted. If anybody who has not watched the full thing or what he was convicted, he did not. He was so cocky in the courtroom too, wearing his wearing his fucking sunglasses and shit, like acting like he he owned the place. Who are you? Yeah. The main the main detail that they figured out from every victim is that he had really really bad teeth, and that was when they almost caught him because they went to his dentist's office. They found out. They found out he was getting dental work done or dental, like his teeth fixed because I guess he had a lot of like pain in his teeth. And for some reason, the panic button they had set up in the dentist's office, when they were pushing, the dentist was pushing it, it didn't actually trigger. And the dentist called them at the end of the day being like, why didn't you show up? He was here. He was here. And that was like one time they missed him. Damn. Yeah. And... He had really, really nasty teeth. That's one detail I definitely won't forget because uh, I don't know. They were just, they were like rotted and then like only two in the front and no other teeth. He was missing. He was obviously on drugs and stuff. Not that it makes anything he did okay, but he was definitely a drug addict with a horrible past. Does not make anything he did okay. I also just think he's mentally, mentally uh, fucked up. And a horrible, horrible person. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think that fits. He was a, a convicted of thirteen accounts of murder, five counts of attempted murder, eleven counts of sexual assault, fourteen counts of burglary, and he was a sent. He was he had nineteen death sentences. Clearly, he was sentenced sentenced to death. This is one thing that I don't understand. So he was sentenced to death clearly what like 19 like let's say 85 or something something way Mm -hmm. back when and he didn't die until 2013 and not because of the death penalty he died because of cancer yeah is that just like why bureaucracy just laws and like getting it all approved and crap or whatever is it part of being california because yeah that's here is my thing. It's totally, totally wrong. This is my thing. There's no question that he did everything he did. Clearly, there are people who have been sentenced to death that are wrongfully convicted, and that's why I'm assuming those laws are in place. I mean, didn't they kill Ted Bundy right away? I'm pretty sure they did. Somebody was killed right after they were convicted. And I'm like, this dude deserved to be one of them. Texas. I don't even know where it was, but he definitely was like killed immediately. And people were like out waiting by the prison celebrating his death. That's what this dude needed. Because I mean, I'm surprised that like some like an inmate didn't, you know, take care of him. You'd think that like once you bring up like kids and stuff, it's like the heinous of the heinous like are going to judge you and be like, you're dead, motherfucker. So I. Yeah, I would have shocked wanted to end it differently for him. And remember the Richard Ramirez, the serial killer was like fascinated that like Frank Salerno, Salerno, the detective was the one after him. Like he was like, I know who you are. You're the famous detective. Like you, like he was like flattered and he's like, will you come watch me be put to death? And he's like, yeah, I might come to this one. (laughs) 
He's like, I've never been to any of the others, but I'll go to this one. And of course he didn't because he died of cancer before that happened. But I just don't understand how that happened. Because that dude definitely deserved to I, die. I mean, I, I haven't Googled this or anything, but like he better not have had like cancer treatment. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't know how if that he works. Did, I'm going to just fucking lose it. Yeah, I mean, it's just... I think that they are permitted to have that kind of stuff. Or they're like, oh, well, here's some baby aspirin. Yeah, there you go. Hope yeah. that'll help. Take one a day. Remember how you tortured and like murdered and raped people like for a long time and just didn't give a damn about anyone's feelings? Here's cancer. Yeah. Ugh, so bad. So bad. And um it it is a it is crazy to think it wasn't that long ago, you know? It it it, I have to ask somebody like my dad who lived in Southern California at the time who grew up in that time period if he remembers who he is because I feel like he should. It's It seemed like such a shakeup to that whole area and everyone was scared. Those were the times when you didn't lock your doors and you know, obviously now if you don't lock your door you're just ballsy. Yeah, especially your car. <laughs> I didn't have a car that locked for a long time. Now, my car locks, you guys. I have a brand new car. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. So this series was, it was good. I I definitely feel like it's very uncomfortable to watch. If you're not into like true crime or murder or any of like torture stuff, I definitely don't recommend it. But it is really popular on Netflix right now. It's a little four episode, 40 minutes each about Mm -hmm. documentary series it's definitely worth the watch if you like that kind of stuff absolutely yeah it's enter oh i don't say entertaining that's not the right word for that uh it's i i mean bingeable. oh like, yeah uh, it's entertaining in the source of you want to know who it is so that person can get caught and they could fucking die <laughs> that's that's what you know what i mean you want yeah. to know how somebody so horrible could just commit these just shitty things like he did so much bad stuff so much bad stuff he's luckily dead yeah thank god thank god well that's night stalker i think it's still trending on netflix if i remember correctly i mean stuff might be starting to take over soon because i know that we're gonna have that other documentary series that's not too long from now that's kind of related towards it because he's in yeah. the, that hotel and clearly Bridgerton's still real popular, so we're gonna get into WandaVision episode four now though. Oh boy. You ready for it? Here we go. Let's get into it. So it starts out with Monica Rambo coming back from what they call the blip. We're gonna call it the snap, right? Yeah. So Exactly. Like she, she, she starts off in the hospital, like bedside and starts to kind of like, I guess, reanimate or whatever, like come back mm -hmm. and immediately is like trying to find her mom, uh, who must've been sick, you know, and then finally like talks to a nurse and the nurse is like, uh, yeah, your mom died three years ago. And that was two years after you disappeared. And yeah. so, you start to see like everyone else come back and 
that was that was a really cool intro to the episode because now it sets the timeline like now you know where it fits in like the mcu so i thought that was really cool yeah because we were we were questioning that we were like is this before is this after is this dur yeah. like we didn't know if it was like during like their getaway when it was just the two of them um when they were trying to avoid kind of like not the war but you know like you know, they were remember they were separated from the group for a bit they yeah they did their own thing they wanted to like have as much time as they wanted or whatever before like coming back i guess it was a really weird thing for me to see the other side of coming back from the snap because it had to have been overwhelming all those people just showing up just being like re-put back together and just being like hi where's my family i'm in the hospital yeah. like the time didn't pass just oh my god <laughs> what's going on yeah that, uh, that was crazy uh but so after that and then we learned that so she mentions you know my mom my mom you know maria rambo mm -hmm. which so, clearly is from captain marvel yep so that was pretty cool again just another detail how marvel so much better than dc <laughs> And just bring like... it all together. I know. I, I have to I have to make that like one one time per episode, basically. One like, one mention. They're they bring it all together from the different movies and stuff and bridges continuity and it. it's great. That's what's fun about it. So it you go ahead. Oh yeah. So we're gonna discover where Monica Rambo is kind of fitting in and Clearly from the last episode, we just saw that she was a part of WandaVision, but like something was up, you know what I mean? And now we're starting to see who she actually is as a person. She's looking yeah. for her mom. She now has lost her mom. Her mom is passed. And I should clarify that we we thought her, uh, we, we, we knew her as Geraldine. Yes. Yeah, from yeah. like previous episodes. So now we're actually learning who this real individual was. Like we learned that someone got kicked out of whatever is holding people in this like in Westview the town mm -hmm. but uh but yeah so we find out that uh it's Monica Rambo anyway just want to bring that up yeah no it's it's a great like tie-in it's just making us remember like how much we like the Marvel universe and how smart they are with it that's the thing it's like i know it's probably not perfect to people i mean to some people but I just think that the connections they put between different movies and how they just interconnect in that little way, like they're just so smart with it. They clearly take a lot of time into figuring out how this can work. If they're yeah. going to do it, how is it going to work? How can it tie into the others? That's the, the genius behind it. And it doesn't feel forced. Like it, something isn't like bridged together and like making things work. It just, it, I don't know if that makes sense. But no, no, no. I, yeah, I was, so I was going to skip was like ahead. The first instance of that. Yeah. Well, no. So we're basically going to start getting into her story and how she's a part of sword. Did you write down That's what right. sword? 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 Am I saying uh, sword? sword wrong? <laughs> uh, there. So yeah, sword. So that's kind of like shield. Sword is the sentient weapon observation response division, mm -hmm. which was, I guess, founded by Maria. By her mom. Rambo. Yeah. Yeah. I already brought that up. 
no, 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 we didn't bring it up. Okay. So no, that's basically because I, I was wondering where we needed to know who were the people on the outside of the, um, what am I trying to say? The, the force world. Field, uh, yeah. Yeah. The force field. So, cause you know, we saw a huge group of te- a team and we were wondering if it was going to be like Hydra or something. So now we know it's sword sword <laughs> sword. So just pretend there's no W I'm just not going to who's what other word do you, can you say like weird like that? It reminds me of, um, Dwight and they'll say Dwight. If it's Dwight, not Dwight. I'm saying sword. Not so ward. So her mom built the sword thing herself. She brought it. I think she built it because of the sake of um, Captain Marvel. Clearly, right? Because she's a sentient being. Mm-hmm. And the Monica goes back to sword to like see what's going on. And clearly it's after the blip. So everything is still kind of, and her badge isn't even working. She's trying to get in and they're right, like, yeah. uh, come with me. And she's basically told that she's no longer to go to fly. Is that what I got from that? She is, uh, she can't do, she can't do extraterrestrial assignments. She's only doing terrestrial. So just focused oh. only on earth. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. That makes much more sense. So, Cause I was like, she's never going to fly. That's wild. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. No aliens. Basically. No, no aliens. You need to stay on, stay on. Earth. And she was kind of like, that's fucked up. She didn't <laughs> no. really say that. But she was like, kind of like, okay, why? And then the, I guess the new director or whatever you want to call him, his positions, like leader or whatever, mm-hmm. was like, well, this is your mom. Your mom had this, you know, process in place. If anyone who disappeared came back. So she's like, oh, okay. Basically, your mom is telling you not to do it. Yeah. So then she obviously gets assigned to this i would missing person's case yeah yeah this case and she goes into you see her driving and she eggs it off of a sign that says westview and she yep. pulls up to kind of meet an f an fbi agent right mm-hmm. and there's two cops sitting in front of like the state the the like state sign and of course what did you notice from the fbi cop yep it's none other than Agent Wu. Jim Halpert. No, I'm just kidding. Jim. Did you ever watch that episode? <laughs> huh? Did you ever watch that episode of The Office? There is an episode of The Office where Jim pranks Dwight. And <laughs> that man who's playing the FBI agent is sitting in Jim's chair. And Dwight's like, uh, okay, you're not Jim. And he's like, yeah, I am Jim. He's like, no, you're clearly like an Asian man. You are not Jim. And Pam like goes up to him and kisses him and is like, hey, babe. Hey, Jim. And then he like looks at the picture on the desk and it's literally a picture of Pam and him, the Asian man. And she's like, what? That's Jim. And they're just breaking him, of course. They're fucking with him. So everybody was like sharing dumb tweets being like, why is Jim Halpert on um, (laughs) WandaVision? I was like, you guys are so dumb. But clearly he's from Ant-Man. That is the connection. Yeah. What does he do and when he walks from up? Ant-Man, uh, from Ant-Man that he is a good dude. Like, you know, does his job. Wasn't really the bad guy in Ant-Man. He's just, he's just a fed. And if you break the law, like I'm going to find you. But like, you know, does his job. So 
Well, he, here's the connection that Marvel does that you just brought up that's so little but so important that clearly the fans went wild for it is he does the little card trick. Yes. And everybody lost their mind because they were like, and first of all, to be fair, when I first watched it, I missed the card trick. I didn't even notice it. It's so fast. And yeah, I didn't notice But that's the little thing because he's telling Ant-Man, it's Ant-Man 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That he's like, how did you do that card trick? Because he gets like so impressed that he's doing like this really good mm-hmm. magic. And clearly, once he's walking up to her and he does the little, like little invisible card trick, it yeah. was um nice little touch. But exactly, like those are the little like nuances that you know fans like to see. And you know, DC learn something, learn from them. Oh god, I don't, I don't know if DC's listening. They okay. are. The, they are. They're taking notes. <laughs> they better be taking notes. They better be watching Marvel. I mean, yeah. they have to be, right? They should be. Ugh. So the the cops that are sitting in front of the town, they're like, no, this is Eastview. And they're just both looking at each other. And they're like, the sign. They they're, don't even say the sign. They're just looking and they're like, what? They're from Eastview. And they're like, yeah, Westview doesn't exist. Exactly. But there's a sign that they're standing right next to that says Westview. Mm-hmm. They're standing next to the sign that says Westview. So they're kind of, the, you know, the agents are looking at each other like, okay, whatever. So they drive off. And Captain Rambo just decides to start. She walks closer, 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 and notices that there's like a field, like a force field. Yeah. And she like kind of pushes her hand a little bit. Then she just pushes her, hand, her whole body through. She's crazy. And... But like, so just slightly before that, she throws or sends in like a helicopter drone. Cause, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because Adrian, Adrian was like, he had a gut feeling. He was like, something about this place is telling like, we're not invited or I, like, don't come in here kind of a yeah. thing. Like he yep. like some sort of premonition of that. So they uh, launched like a red and yellow like helicopter drone. And she's looking on a screen as it's flying over. And then it just like disappears, just vanishes. Where'd it go? Kind of like uh, WTF. Okay. So, yeah. So then, uh, then Captain Rambo walks up and feels like the threshold or whatever. And then Mm -hmm. it just sucks her in. Yeah. She can get through. Apparently she's allowed in. Why? We don't know yet because I am definitely intrigued of why she could get through. And obviously the helicopter ties back into the helicopter that Wanda saw in the early episodes that were black and white and it was in color. Yeah. She finds that little toy helicopter. That's basically what she found was that. So Kat Dennings appears. Yeah. What's her character name in this? Uh, Darcy. Darcy. I didn't get the last name, but yeah. Yeah. Good enough. First name basis is great. And this is basically 24 hours later, right? Now they have an entire setup. Yeah. So as soon as she's in, they, they have tents and they've mobilized and they're trying to figure this out. Now. Well, their agent is missing now. Basically, yep. she's missing in action at this point. They don't know where she is. They, I'm assuming, I mean, I guess I shouldn't assume, but I would assume that somebody else tried to push through and they couldn't get through, right? Don't you think they'd try to send somebody through? I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't catch that. I don't think um, they did. I'm just meaning. I'm just asking. Do you think that yeah. they would try it to try to save their captain or whoever? 
Well, so they they did like underneath in the tunnels, right? Like the, the guy in the beast. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, but that failed obviously. So Kat Dannings appears, and clearly we know who she's from. She's from Thor, another connection from the Marvel universe. That she's very smart, very. I mean, she was always doing all those like scientific studies of like anomalies and like kind of all that stuff, right? Which is why I'm assuming they're bringing her in. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. I took a note that, uh, uh, yeah, they're all like in the back of like a vehicle, like getting like bussed in. And so she was kind of like, okay, so, you know, what do you guys do? And someone's like, "Uh, we're not supposed to talk. And so she kind of just like blew them off. Like, okay, fuck you. Mm. How about you? And so, you know, one person's like what chemical engineer, one person's this. And, and so Darcy's a, a astrophysicist. One's a maybe nuclear or whatever. So she, and then she's like, OK, so they have no idea what they're looking at then with all these different like disciplines. Yeah. Which is why they're um, taking. Yeah, they're taking everybody because they don't know what's yeah. going on. And they have just a huge setup. I mean, it, we saw from the kind of, we saw a tease of it, but they have everything in. They don't really have a lot of answers, though, you know, and they how does she find the signal? So she just she pulls out a device and states that like she's detecting a lot of CMBR, Mm -hmm. which is cosmic microwave background radiation. Um. And then, so she's going, okay, that's unusual. And then I guess there was, like, another signal mixed in with that. And from that, she grabbed, like, a TV. She gets an old TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of picture. And then was like, I need an old TV. Uh, Like a really old TV. Yes. And she gets a, yeah, she gets a signal. And it's the WandaVision show. That was cool. It was exactly what we watched from the first episode. Yeah, exactly. Like it was what we were watching was like a 50s, 60s, 70s, like sitcom. And that's exactly what is on their TV screen. And so um, that was pretty neat. And they then started like identifying like missing people and stuff from that. Yeah. Uh, so I hope I didn't skip too much ahead on that. But yeah. So that no, I think that's cool what there. they're doing. Basically, now they're just asking. Yeah. Like, they have that marker board and they're writing all these questions being like, what is the hexagonal shape? What is this? Is vision alive? You know, they're they're that's so right. confused yep. on. And it's basically the same as our questions we're asking, which is just hilarious. It's just everything we were saying because we're so confused. Yeah. And <laughs> they're basically trying to figure out they they do identify a lot of people on the board right do you remember who wasn't on the board identified geraldine geraldine and and do you remember who the other two people were they did not identify the next door neighbor that's the comedian she was not on the board and neither was Dottie. is she the blonde lady the bitch okay yeah, they were the neither one of them were identified oh, and on the board. Good call, good pick. I didn't, uh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, and remember what wow. I told you, my or what I heard of a theory about the next door neighbor is that she's possibly mm-hmm. a comic book character who's a witch or something, and that could make a little sense of why she's not identified or a missing person because she might not be, she might not be a missing person. So yeah, 
They're trying to figure out what's happening. And then this is when they send the beekeeper in. Right. Yep. Yes. Because that's, yeah, they sent um, the man to crawl through the tunnel to kind of get in. Because they said, we found a way to go in there, but you have to go into the tunnels. Yeah, like like sewer kind of stuff. Yeah, like um, a Ninja Turtle. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that while they're figuring out everything, they sent the guy in there, which clearly ends up being the beehive guy, when Wanda is like, no. And then like rewinds time. We don't know yeah. where that guy is. Where is well, he? I mean, I, and let me know if I'm wrong because I didn't pick up on this, but why the bee costume? And then like when he was crawling underneath, the like force field goes beneath the ground. I mean, so like he, he crossed into it mm-hmm. and then his um, rope, I guess, like in case something happens, they can pull him. Yep. Like that got disconnected. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he crossed through like that threshold, like bees were there and there weren't before. Yeah. So I didn't, I, I didn't get that. I don't know if that was explained, but no, it wasn't. No, okay. we don't know. I think that's just, that was a better explanation than him being a sword agent. You know what I mean? And I'm assuming like something had to be Mm. covered face, something I, but there maybe there's something else underlying with it, but we don't really know yet. Yeah. And then then one thing I noticed when he pops up out of the manhole and vision and Wanda see him when we saw in previous episodes, it just, it cuts away right after that. So you don't know what actually transpired after that. No, no we don't Just know what's going on with that guy. Kill him, throw him out. Like Geraldine. You know what I mean? Yeah, Speaking like of Geraldine, we go back to that scene. It basically right. cuts from the bee dude and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And then it goes back to the conversation of Wanda and Geraldine and they're in her living room. And she's like, what did you just say? So it's going back to last week. And they show that the footage is being altered, right? Remember, she's like watching it and then she's like, what happened? Like Kat Dennings is watching it and then she's like, okay, Geraldine was there and now she's not. Like, where is she? Mm -hmm. What's going on? And that's when we see that Wanda is like, basically like, you don't belong here. You need to get out. And she uses her powers and just pushes her the hell out through through the walls through yeah through every sort of building thing you can have and then launches it right out yeah and, and you're kind of like oh fuck like we kind of knew that that would happen like in previous episode like we thought that maybe these were bad guys and so she was kind of like getting even and on mm-hmm. this one you're like nope that's not it at all she just threw this fucking chick out literally threw like, her out And then Vision comes back inside and he's like, where's Geraldine? And then she turns to him and he's dead. That scared me. She went home. But Vision looked dead. Remember? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's all gray and dead. And she turns away Mm -hmm. and then she looks back and he's normal. So that's when it becomes clear. And then obviously Geraldine gets pushed out. And then she says, it's all Wanda. Yeah, it's all it's Wanda. Wanda. All Wanda. And that's how that episode ended. So basically, Wanda is doing all of this. 
we maybe maybe not like there's some variables there with the other people but yeah this is all like her grief thing. this is her dealing with grief yeah to the worst we all process things differently yeah and she's not having it if anybody's coming up in her world and ruining it for her she's having her happy ending this episode definitely upset me when it ended though i was like I feel like I was like fully invested and then they were like credits and I was like, what? Why though? I can admit that this was the first episode that like really interested me in this series. Like it's now tying in things before I didn't know what, it, no one knew what it was. You're right. like, where Good guesses? Yeah. Where, where, what direction is the show going? And now you can see that uh, in the bigger universe of it. So it's, <laughs> It's cool. Now we have a timeline, which helps us. Because before it was like, is this just going to be like a weird, kooky old show? Like, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. no, this has a timeline. This has a purpose. There's people that are coming back from different uh, movies, different fran not franchises, but different, like, you know what I mean? Different mm -hmm. Ant-Man and Thor and now Wanda and Vision are all in a thing. You yep. know? And who knows? Who else might show up? Do you know what I mean? Thanos. <laughs> he just comes back and snaps some more. He's dead. He's yeah. literally dead. He's the nanny for the twins. Oh, my God. Wanda would just... Oh, man. Wanda would lose her shit. I mean... <laughs> but this episode was really, really good. And I was... I, I almost was like, fuck, that episode needed to be one hour. I, I needed more after it ended. But obviously, they're doing that so you come back to next week and you can watch the next one and figure out some answers. But Stay it's, tuned. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely... It's, I feel like this show is definitely getting really a lot of recognition that I didn't think it would get. Just because I feel like that Wanda was an underrated character. And now that I see this, this part, I, I like, like her so much now. Yeah, like she is, well, I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or just in real life, but her accent. Oh, What's yeah. What's going no. on? What the what? fuck's up with that? That she has none? Yeah, before it was like, you know, broken English, like Russian. And now it's just like, hi, how you doing? <laughs> like, hi. Total normally. Normal. Yeah, no, that is one thing that uh, Marvel, I think, tried to cover it up and be like, Oh, well, since she was in America with American people and it just kind of slowly lost her accent. I'm like, OK, that's just that's just a, a bent truth, you know, okay. like clearly maybe she just didn't want to talk in a Russian accent anymore. And they said, eh, you know, people won't remember but, that she's from Sokovia, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, her, her character is coming into her own. And before. I mean, I, it was kind of like, OK, cool, the twins. And it was. It's been cool, you know, but uh, but now we're we're learning about her, and I mean her powers are pretty fucking rad. It's kind of like what can she do? Is is where I'm thinking. I'm seeing everything she's doing. It's like what what's your limitation? I mean, yeah, that's why. I'm curious to see what they do in, in the other, in the movies, like when the next Avengers or I don't know if they're even going to do that. But probably. it's been a really long time since I've watched Infinity War, you know. And clearly we brought this up because we see Vision dead, but she was powerful enough to hold off Thanos and try to kill Vision at the same time. Like her, to me, like just her character was 
strong, but it wasn't acknowledged how how strong she is. So maybe they were like, she needs this series so you can really see that she's yeah. powerful in mind and, and you know what I mean? That's true. Because in the uh, Infinity War, is that, the, is that the last movie? No, Endgame. Endgame's the last Endgame. movie. That's right. So in that, like the final like battle scene, the big one, I mean, like she basically rips Thanos's like armor off, which, you know, pretty, Makes sense. pretty impressive. And yeah. he was scared of her. Like you could tell he was scared of her. And of course, of course, since he is such a prick member, he just obviously uses the time stone and says, ha, 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 I'm going to kill vision real fucking rude and just kills yeah. oh, him ruthlessly. <laughs> yeah. You killed him, but like you tried to like uh, do it the nice way. Oh, that's, that's love. cute. And he said, I'm going to go back and kill him real fucking stone out of his hair, his head. <laughs> I need that mind stone. That was, that's, I, exactly what, that's how vision looked. He looked like Thanos had just ripped the mind stone from his head. And that was the image we saw briefly in this episode. It was frightening. I was like, huh? I just was not expecting yeah. to see him dead. So I was like, why though? <laughs> oh man. But I am, I'm just, I, I'm definitely invested. I can't wait to see where else it's going. I want to know what's up with the twins. Like, are they real babies? Is that totally made up? Like, uh, I don't like, can Geraldine get back in? Like, do you think she'll be able to get back in? Because I feel like, well, trying to remember from the other kind of little trailer clips we've seen. I'm like, has Geraldine ever been back in with the different time areas? You know what I mean? I don't know. Or was she only around for those? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good one. I, clearly, I mean, she's going to be like one of the main cast members of this, so she ain't going anywhere. But yeah. it'll be interesting to see like what transpires if if they try to get people back in there. Um, yeah, what happens? I have seen Endgame the least. I've seen it once in theater, and that's it. Maybe because it's four hours long. It's not four; it's three, you guys. But Nine it's basically, hours. it's basically twelve, in my opinion. But <laughs> Remember, remember when we we watched this, right? You watched this with us, right? Endgame? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But we saw it with a huge group of people, remember? It was like Christina's whole family, my sister-in-law's whole family, and we were at Galaxy. And then remember, my chair wasn't reclining. Right. But then um, (laughs) Christina's little sister had worked there. So she's like, let me try something, and then plugged it in. I was like, you're my lifesaver. About to sit here for a three-hour movie. I was about to be tortured if I wasn't being able to, like, lean back. But then we, of course, went with each other and Steve was with us. And remember, he almost left. He almost left with his with his opinions. You know what? He can just he can <laughs> watch the new fucking, you know, Justice League shit. Yeah. He can just watch that on repeat. He can watch the old Suicide Squad on repeat, which is the worst. Um, but I just remember... That movie was really good. Don't get me wrong. Endgame was good. I, I do like that it had an ending. I, the hardest part for me, for me for that movie was that chick scene because it was so cheesy. Thank, and I'm, thank you. I'm, I'm all about yeah. women power, feminism, sure. and all that. that but that, that part, that's the part that Steve almost walked out on. Yep. He was like, I'm going to go. It was yeah, so. Yeah, I had a very. That wasn't it? It was Pepper Potts. That was the scene where she showed up. What are you? I'm. That's the scene. She she shows up with 
it's like Captain Marvel and it's really, really cheesy. It's too, so, so they did it perfect in Infinity War. Remember, it's when Scarlet Witch is fighting with um, one of Thanos's like, like what minglings, whatever. Yeah. And she was like, where are your friends now? And they're like, you're all alone. And then Scarlett Johansson's like, oh, she's not alone. And then she just yeah. starts fighting with her. And I was like, that was, that was tasteful. That was, bitch. that was clever. That was and cool. then, and then also Michonne showed up. That's not her character name in Black Panther, but I just know wow. her as Michonne from <laughs> Walking Dead. D- Deny, Deny is her name, I believe. That's her real name. I'll say, okay. I'll say the Black Panther's general. Yeah, basically. And she shows up there too. It's the three of them. And like that was like, yes, bitch, women power. Like that part was like, to me, really, really cool. Because it made me feel like, yeah, we have each other's back. That scene in Endgame was like, you are drowning me with this cheesy, cheesy, did not feel genuine. That was one of the worst parts. I could I could get past everything else. That part, dude, I, I, I needed like to edit it out. They had like a test group and they were like, I just think that, you know, there should be like more, more female empowerment. You know, like I can just imagine like being in LA and like shopping around and be like, yeah, we need, we need a, a bigger scene. You know who and should be up front up is Pepper Potts. Oh, put God, her, put her in the awesome. Iron Man suit and put her up front. I was oh, like, fucking stupid. Bitch, what? If we had to talk about one flaw in the Marvel Universe, we have just decided to tangent, but it's okay. If we have one flaw in the Marvel Universe, it's casting Gwyneth Paltrow as Amen. Yes. Pepper Potts. Who would be a much better Pepper Potts? Anyone. <laughs> Anyone. You know what? <laughs> what? George Clooney, best Pepper Potts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally anyone. No, I mean, I guess I could see like a Emma Stone or... Um, that's a good one. Yeah, well, I can see that. She's she's technically a redhead, Pepper Potts. I thought doesn't she start off more redheady? Is that a word, redheady? Um, I'm pretty sure that's in the dictionary. Yeah. Red-heady. So I guess I see like Emma Stone. Um, I even see that um Amy Adams, which are both also well Emma Emma Stone is in um Spider Man, and Amy Adams was in Superman. We'll just bring her over to the other side. Come on. Come on, Amy, Amy Adams. Better the better. I didn't mind Superman, but um, the first one. But yeah, no, that that was real cheesy. So I guess I would need to rewatch at least Endgame, the final battle, because I don't even recall um, WandaVision, WandaVision, Wanda, like taking off his gear, like okay. destroying it. I don't, I don't remember that. What's what's the green character, the empath in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? What's her name? Do you remember? We're not talking about Gamora, right? What are you talking about? The green character. Not sorry, not green, uh, not Gamora. <laughs> I was like, the, Gamora? The, the empath, the one that like can touch people and like know how they're feeling. Oh, and shit. yes. Um oh my gosh, that's gonna dry. She's the But so during that like that female empowering you know like scene mm-hmm. she's on there fighting i'm kind of like what the fuck what are you gonna do make someone like go to sleep like <laughs> come on and she's strong i get it but yeah like, these people are superheroes and you can fucking like read someone's you can tell if they're sad 
or you can make them go to bed or something. I just found that to be like, ugh, come on. Wow, that's a straight diss to my girl. The, she, what is her name? What is her character? What's her character name, Chase? It's going to drive me I'm, nuts. I'm going to... But see, but also remember, remember, she controlled ego and she kept him asleep long enough to like withhold his power. And she did the same to Thanos if Chris Pratt wouldn't have fucked up. Chris Pratt wouldn't have just gotten uh, real uh, fucking angry. Uh, Thanos would have died the first time. Okay. We're going to just Chris Pratt knows he knows also. I can't blame him. He's pretty upset about Gamora. So cannot really blame him. But the character's name in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Mantis. Thanks, Steve. Mantis. <laughs> so I'm looking at the cast, and I was trying to find a person that would look like her, and I didn't see it. I, this, I think her name is Palm. Yep, that's her name. That's her name. Did not. I knew her name started with a P. Okay. Yeah, but I need to rewatch that scene, maybe. I need to go back and rewatch the end of Endgame. Just the end. I'm not going to watch the full three hours right now. I ain't got that time. Yeah. Any other last words about WandaVision? I'm looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, this is it's it. It has my attention. And it's getting better. It's getting better and better. And I'm curious now, like how many episodes they're going to make it. Probably 10. I would hope. Eight to 10. Yeah, I'm cool with that. That's that's a good amount. I would say then that's the end of our show. We've um, covered yeah. all of, yeah, WandaVision 4, episode 4. We talked about Night Stalker. We had a lot of news today. There was just like, <laughs> there was just a lot of news to cover. But we hope you guys enjoyed the show. We're going to do our plugs now. Chase, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's Chase A. McKnight. And Instagram, just at Chase McKnight. And please like and follow us on Instagram at Franken underscore nerd on Twitter, Instagram. And then my Instagram is at Lerpa Crap. It's L-I-R-P-A-K-R-A-P. It's my name backwards. But <laughs> please like and subscribe and give us any input that you want us to like talk about. Or if you have any things that we missed out on, just feel free to DM us message us on Twitter, give us a shout out. We're going to be doing a giveaway really soon. We're going to do a a team effort with Franken culture. So we're going to be announcing that soon. So if you start following us on Instagram and Twitter, you can hear about our giveaway. And it's actually cool stuff. This isn't like a, we're not going to send you stickers. This is some fucking cool stuff. So might throw in a couple stickers. No, but, but it's actually, we, <laughs> we, since we're talking, we'll just do a little hint. We're talking about it a lot. So it has something to do with what we've been discussing on uh, every single podcast lately. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed the show and we will talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Cool. Bye. Bye.